0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Jesus. Today, we're going to be speaking into two things that seem like they are the opposites of one another. I want to speak into the idea of transitions and boundaries. That's the title for today transitions and boundaries. Transitions often are all about moving from one thing to another, from one season to another, while boundaries speak to stability, staying still. One speaks to journeying, and the other kind of speaks to the idea of home. One speaks to change, the other to consistency. And I'll bet that everyone listening uh, to this will have their preference. Everyone listening to this will probably prefer either that excitement of transitions or the stability of boundaries. Uh, this might be because of your past or your demeanor, but whatever it is. But today we're going to look at how they work together and not how they oppose each other. If you're new, To our podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to all those who tune in week in and week out. As far as possible, we release this every Tuesday. And the point is just for us to grab a cup of coffee or tea while you're on the road, dropping your kids off, or on your way to work, or even on a treadmill or a gym, to just talk about something that will help us become more like Jesus, to display his glory and his likeness to our world a little bit better than we did yesterday. So if you have not yet done it, please subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you are on and let's dive into today's session. Again, we're talking about the tension between transitions and boundaries. Let me tell you where this all came from. When you read numbers chapter 33, it's a description of all the transitions that Egypt that Israel went through. It's a, it's an incredible series of movements. It talks about Ramses and Egypt, it talks about all the places they passed through in the wilderness. And it's a place they. It's it's a description of movement of transition all the way from Egypt to the border of the Jordan River and the Promised Land. It's an incredible account, and we see how many times Israel packed up and moved. They packed up and moved and packed up and moved, and we see one transition after another. We even see the death of Aaron, and it's described in this passage because it was a transition in leadership. So the entire chapter 33, what we see is one transition after another, not just physical, but in leadership as well. Transition, transition, transition. It it defined an entire generation of Israel who wandered through the wilderness, and their life was all about movement, transitioning from one place to the other. Then, in chapter 34, the very next chapter, we read about the boundaries that God defines for them in the promised land. In this passage, we see God defining where their boundaries were going to lie once they took over the promised land and stepped into what would be their home for generations. This was their promised land, and so God gives them boundaries. Some of, them were, some of the boundaries were physical, like oceans and rivers, while others were imaginary boundaries where God literally says to them, you will draw a line from this place to this place, and that will be the boundaries. So in the next chapter, chapter 34, God kind of says to the people, you have been defined by transition, but now you're going to be defined by boundaries. In the space of two chapters, we see this change of definition, or is it a combination of definition? The contrast between these two chapters that follow right on from each other is kind of what highlighted this to me and and kind of made me ask the question, what is the relationship here between the two that we need to understand? What if it's not transitions or boundaries? What if it's both together and understanding the tension between the two? You see, I don't think boundaries are supposed to keep us stagnant and I don't think transitions are supposed to take us beyond the boundaries that God has set for us. I want to say that again. I don't think boundaries are supposed to keep us stagnant and I don't think transitions are supposed to take us beyond the boundaries that God has set for us. Now that might sound a little bit confusing or contradictory, but let's unpack unpack this. Where are we supposed to get our transitions from? And where are our boundaries? Where do they fall? Where are they from? So first off, we need to talk about transitions and movement. Life without movement results in stagnation. Part of the Christian journey is growing. It's changing. It's becoming more of who Jesus is calling you to be and less of who you are in your flesh on your own. If all we had were boundaries without transitions, it would be a very stale and boring kind of life. And that's why these two things have to work together. So, If I were to try and articulate where do transition and movement come from and and fit in, it would boil down to a single idea that movement and transitions come from our vision. In other words, where are you going with your life? What is the destination? See, when God called the Israelites out of Egypt, he called them to the promised land. Every transition was getting them closer and closer to the vision that God had articulated. Where are you going with your life? What is your destination? Without vision, we know, the Bible says that people perish, and so it's imperative that we have vision. We don't just want any vision as well. We want a a vision that's born out of our relationship with Jesus and informed by his word. We want a vision that honors God and inspires people, and most importantly, it gets us up out of the bed in the morning and makes sure that we love life. This is tricky because it's very easy to have a vision born out of our flesh. But if I can say anything, I want to make sure that we understand that We need a vision that's born out of our understanding that Jesus is on the throne of our hearts. He is king of our lives. What we need to understand is our vision will determine where we're moving and what transitions we go through. If we are certain that God's calling us to be a missionary to China, then our transitions, our movement will take us in that direction. If we believe that God is calling us to be a business person, then our transitions and movements are going to be in that direction as well. They'll look different. If, if you're in a business person uh, trying to establish a business and if you're a missionary to China, your transitions, your movement is going to look very different. An example from my own life is while I was studying engineering, my vision changed for my life. I no longer wanted to be an engineer and I wanted to be a leader in church preaching the gospel. And so I went through a transition where instead of studying engineering, I now studied theology. But there were many transitions in that journey. However, because I had a new vision, there was now transitions I had to work through. I didn't just go through any old transition. They were planned. They were structured to get me to where I wanted to go. What is your vision? What are you living for? What is it that wakes you up in the morning? Because that's going to determine the type of transitions you go through and the direction of your life. It's going to determine your momentum and your movement. So if we're isolating just the idea of transitions here, our transitions come from our vision. Second thing... As we've already said, it's not just transitions, it's also about boundaries and borders. And if a life without transition is stagnation, then a life without boundaries and borders is chaos. We need both, we can't have one without the other. If transitions are born out of our vision, then boundaries are born out of our values. A boundary, very simply, is a line you won't cross. It's a, a guardrail. It's something that keeps you safe. It keeps you heading in the right direction. It helps you know which off ramps not to take while you're going towards your vision. This very simply comes from your values. Your values are the things that keep you from going off the edge, off the rails, from doing something that you wouldn't even agree with, and even though uh, you wouldn't agree with, even though you were the one doing it. If vision determines where you're going, values determines who you are as you go. Values is how, uh, when we're talking about where we're going, it's the how of the conversation. In other words, if you know where you're going, values describe who you are in the process. So again, let's ask the question, what are your values? What do you value? Because what you value will become a boundary or the border that will bring order to your vision. It will bring order to the journey of your life. These values will define what's in and what's out. These values will define what you will do Often, and what you will never do. Your values are not what you do when you're comfortable, your values are what you always do without thinking, even when times get tough. You still do the things in line with your values. So, if you're on your way to be a missionary in China, let's go back to that example. If that's the vision, your values might include faithfulness, evangelism, compassion, empathy. If you're wanting to be a business person, your values might be hard work, generosity, integrity, whatever the case is. You might have overlapping values and that's fine. But your values are the guardrails helping you get to where you want to go. Your values inform who you are going to be on the way to your destination. And these two things work together. They work together and they explain why we need both of them. If all you have is vision without values, you might be moving, but it'll be chaotic moving. And you're going to fall over edges, and you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to lose your integrity, and, 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 you, and you, you're never going to know how close you are to falling down. If all you have is values without vision, you're not going anywhere. You'll feel very safe, but your life doesn't have a destination. It's not going anywhere. We need both. We need vision to give us direction. We need that promised land we're working towards. We need that word from God that tells us, this is where I'm calling you. But we also need the values, the boundaries, the borders that God says you shall not pass. You're not going to move these. These are where I've established the boundaries and the borders for your life. We need both. So, as we close off our time together, just two real simple questions. What's the vision for your life? Where are you going? If someone from the outside in were to look at your life over the last five years and look at transition after transition, movement after movement, would they be able to draw a direct line to where you are wanting to head? Or would they go, there's no real purpose in this transition process. They're moving, but it's not in any purposeful direction. Secondly, what are your values? What are the things that you refuse to do no matter how much it'll benefit you? What are those things that you refuse? What what are those lines that you refuse to cross? What are those boundaries that God has set for you? And you say no matter what happens, no matter what it might benefit me, I will not cross those because those are my guardrails. Those are gonna help me get to where I'm going to. Even if it seems like a shortcut, I'm gonna stay on the path ascribed to me by God. If, like many of us, you've never gone through the process of articulating, writing down your vision and your values, can I encourage you, take some time over the next week, month, six months, whatever long it is, it's not, well, no one's in a rush, write down, where are you heading? What, am I, what is my vision? Because your vision is going to make sense of every transition. And what are your values? Because your values are going to help you move in the direction in the right way. What is your destination? And what are your va- values? Your how? Well, God bless. I hope this has really helped you and inspired you to think a little bit about your values and your vision as you navigate this life. We'll see you same time, same time, same time, same place next week. Cheers, everybody.